Welcome, welcome. We want to welcome you to the first annual Empowered, <laughs> Empowered by, yes, I'm speaking at perfectly, right? So, uh, first annual uh, Empowered by His Presence conference. Our heart and our vision for this conference is, is, is the name of the conference. We want you to be empowered by the presence of God, that, that you would be activated into the destiny that God has placed in your life. Um, so, my vision for this is, uh, and Joaquin will like this. Joaquin played college football, um, and as well as I uh, was a big fan of college football. We're trying to get him indoctrinated to the Hokies and all that. Yeah, that's right. VT. Yeah. Back in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Ohio State game, right? We'll be there. We got you. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But uh, but our heart is that we would that we would no longer be spectators in the kingdom of God, but that we would be players on God's field. So that's our heart for this weekend. And so I want to introduce Joaquim and Renee. They hail from Bethel, Bethel Church, which is in Redding, California, via Southern California for Joaquim and Australia for Renee. So they met when Renee was a student at Bethel. And Joaquim was one of Joaquim's legacies is that he... Um, founded or was one of the founding fathers of the Healing Bethel Healing Rooms, which I'm sure you'll share at some point in time, but they have some amazing testimonies. Deaf ears opening, blind see, cancer gone, weekly. So it's just some amazing stuff that's going on. And they have two amazing children. Uh, hopefully you guys will get to meet them at some point in time. They're as precious, uh, Asher and Kayla. So we're about family here, and they have an amazing family. And so, and then um, they also lead crusades. Uh, I know they've done some, uh, I think is in Central America area. And so, and he speaks across the country. So we are very blessed to have uh, the two of them here. And so currently they are um, in charge of the Bethel Activation Ministries, which is they are in charge, they have, they're kind of like the pastors of 40 pastors of individuals that are on a weekly basis going across the country, going across the nations, um, and, and ministering to people in churches uh, across the nation. So he has an amazing uh, job affecting thousands, even millions of people yearly. So we just want to give a warm welcome, New River Valley uh, dwelling place welcome to Joaquim and Renee. So. Hi, good evening. Can I just move this back a little so I can see all your faces? I'm trying to convince my husband that rugby is the sport. He's just not convinced. So I, I don't know if I have any other people in the crowds on my side here, but, you know, we've got to see. You guys all look like you play football, so, you know, I said it's the real football. I'm just kidding. How are you all doing? Good. We love Virginia. We just got here last week, and it's our first time here, and it's, it's beautiful here. We weren't expecting how beautiful it was. So, I mean, not that we heard that it was. Anyway. <laughs> I'm just digging myself a hole. <laughs> okay, I want to raise a hands. Who knows that there is more than one way to a swimming pool? My microphone's going. Who knows there's more than one way to get into a swimming pool? Yeah? I don't know if any of you... Uh, this as similar to me, but 
If it was left to my own devices, I could probably take about an hour to get into a pool. Anyone else with me? You know, like inch by inch, and then you just wait till that area gets numb, and then you just get in a little bit more, and it's like your belly button, and it's painful, right? And then there are other people like my husband, and he just goes and cannonballs straight in because he figures the quicker you get in, the quicker you get over the shock, right? <laughs> so I am going this. This is a little bit. All right, here we go. Maybe it's the puppy. Hello. The lights on. Hello. There we go. Okay, so where was I? I came from a Baptist background. Um, when I got saved at 21, I got saved into another church, which wasn't really into healing or the supernatural. They loved the Lord, but um, healing and supernatural was just uh, not really spoken about a lot and demonstrated a lot in the church that I grew up in. Um, so when I came to Bethel, I was like, okay, I've got one of two ways of doing this. I can get in inch by inch, and this could be a really painful experience, <laughs> and it could just take a lot of time and waste a lot of time, or I could just jump straight in, just get the shock over and done with, you know? So I decided to just jump straight in, and I got to tell you, it was the best decision of my life. I married the craziest man that I know still today. Can I tell you a funny story, just a rabbit trail? I was in first year, and I was sitting um, on the front row with a friend of mine, and Joaquin was asked to come into the school and basically get everyone drunk or whacked in the spirit. <laughs> I, I don't know what's okay to say here. Is that okay? <laughs> I hope so. Um, so he comes in, and he's preaching, and he's laughing, and I'm pretty sure there was a couple of times that he fell on the floor. Um, and I was sitting on the front row like, Oh, my God. <laughs> Who is that? And not in a good way, you know. <laughs> and so I turned to my, my best friend and I was like, could you ever imagine taking a man like that home to meet your dad? <laughs> God has a sense of humor, right? <laughs> I'm glad I did now. And I'm not even going to touch on the fact that he got drunk in the spirit at my kitchen table when he met my dad. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was a painful moment for me. But luckily, my dad said yes, and here we are. <laughs> I do have a point to all of this, and it is, if you are one of those people who are more inclined, like I am, to kind of get in inch by inch, I just want to encourage you to just jump into this weekend. There are people in the pool that you already trust and that you already know, and even if you don't trust me, I tell you what, it's going to be the best decision that you've ever made. It really is. Trusting God will never let you down. Never. And we may as well just get over the shock of it, because you're probably going to see some crazy things this weekend, hopefully, right? Hopefully, we're going to see some metal disappear from bodies. Yes. And some blind eyes open, some deaf ears open. Amen. That's what we all came here for, right? Yeah, so let's just do this. Let's jump in. Let's not worry. Let's just jump in with the crazies because pretty soon the ones that aren't crazy, we're going to start looking like the crazy ones. I tell you what, it's a whole lot more fun on that side. It really is. Amen. So who's up for an amazing weekend? Yeah? 
Come on. Well, I am going to introduce the sexiest preacher that I know, <laughs> Mr. Walking Evans. <laughs> I just have to say one thing. I have to do a bit of a husband brag here. He really is the same man up behind the pulpit as he is at home. And it's such a blessing to me that I get to be married to him and I get to see what friendship with the Lord looks like through his life because it's a beautiful thing. And if anything, he has devoted his life to going after the presence of God. And, you know, I, I walk into my living room almost every night <laughs> with him laid out on the floor, just, just adoring the Lord and just worshiping the Lord. And I don't know anyone who is better friends with Holy Spirit than my husband, and it's an honor to be married to him, and I'm excited for you guys. He's in the business of changing mindsets and hosting the presence of God really well. So wow. here he is. You. <laughs> Bless you guys. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Wow. That was quite the introduction. <laughs> I really want to be the person she's talking about. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You guys having fun yet? Oh, that worship was great. Thank you to the worship team. Wow. Don't you love being gathered together with a bunch of other people that are also madly in love with Jesus? Amen. Amen. I tell you <clears throat> that uh, we, get to, we get to travel the world and, and see God do a lot of really cool stuff and as Brandon mentioned, you know, oversee a, uh, a ministry of, of traveling ministers. We all, we all have a home base in Reading. Um, you know, we all you know, have community. We're part of Bethel Church. Um, but they all travel, and uh, between the 40 of them, uh, they minister in over 600 cities a year. So they get around a bit, and then uh, we have the, the privilege you want to say it that way, or the challenge of you know, pastoring this group, it really is like herding cats. <laughs> but I tell you, in all the travel that we do, ministering all over the, all over the country, you know, even in, in seeing miracles, my favorite thing is worshiping Jesus with people from different places, different cultures, different backgrounds. And when he shows up, no matter where we are, no matter what the language is that we're worshiping Jesus in, it's always Him. It's the same Jesus. It's, it sounds so simple, but when you're, when you're in Asia, you're in Africa, you know, you're, you're in, in Europe, and you don't, you don't even understand the language, but you understand the heart. You're like, ah, I don't know what you're saying, but I sure can tell what you're saying. <laughs> and then... And then when his presence comes, oh, no more language needed. It's like, oh, I don't know what you were saying, but it worked because he's here. <laughs> the, the one that I love, King Jesus, is in the room, and he's the same everywhere, always and forever. And I'm excited to just be here with you guys and, and just share, cross-pollinate, and hopefully just... Uh, They thought that was funny. <laughs> Give you some of what we have and hopefully take home some of what you have and, and we all grow together. Amen? Wow. Can we just, can we just 
even before we go any further, you know, one of the greatest things I've learned in, in 16, 17 years of going just after God and, and out of that, the overflow of seeing miraculous things happen, one of the greatest things I've learned is that we can give God thanks for what he's done after he's done it, which is powerful. Giving thanks to the Lord for what he's done is powerful. But I've found that sometimes it's even more powerful to give him thanks for what he's about to do before he even does it. Does anybody, anybody have this inclination that God might do some really good things this weekend? Come on. If that's you, let's just give thanks to the Lord in advance. In advance, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your glory, your kindness, your goodness. Thank you for your majesty and your bounty, Father. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. As uh, we had lunch with uh, some of the leadership team today, and we're just praying together, and we're just, you know, nobody, nobody is really into just having good meetings on their own. There has to be lasting fruit. That might be a shock to you, but we didn't come just to have good meetings. <laughs> we did come to have good meetings, but not just good meetings. That there would be, that there would be a lasting deposit, a residue, and that cross-pollinating that we're talking about. That, that what happens here in this room that would go forth from here? I'm going to get myself excited. <laughs> oh, I, lo- I love the ripple effect of the kingdom. I love that what God does in one life, it's never contained just to that one life. If one person gets healed, other people find out about it. One life is changed, it affects others' lives. You know, one, one brother gets touched, then his sister, his family, his, you know, everybody finds out about it and they want to know what happened to you. Jesus happened, that's what happened. <laughs> we, do, we do have, we have some resources and that's what they are. If, you know, if you're hungry, you want to you wanna feed yourself on, on good 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 soil, good nutrients, because that's what bursts through your life. So if, you know, if God touches you, if you like what you hear, if you want more of, of what, you know, God is, we're partnering with God to release, we have some resources. So there's stuff out here. This is called Radical Testimonies and Encounters from a Revival Generation. Now, several of the people that I mentioned, uh, you know, travel all over the world. I mean, these are these are friends of mine who are seeing on a regular basis cancer disappear from people's bodies, who are seeing who are seeing metal disappear, who are seeing you know I mean just go into villages and and just see God just show up and rock a whole village and you know hospitals you know entire wards of hospitals being crazy stuff, and I asked I asked this group of friends I said I said share, let's get together, and I want you to share the moment that God marked your life, the moment that everything changed, like the moment that, that, that Holy Spirit encountered you, whether it was a, a, an encounter, a, you know, a, a vision, a, t- a testimony, you witnessed something, experienced something, that everything changed, and you, you can't ever be the same again. 
And so we got together and we shared this and it's set to music. And this is, this is an encounter waiting to happen right here. Anybody interested in having an encounter with God? <clears throat> Twelve of us. All right. Well, we will start with him and we'll see how far, we'll see how far we go from there. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> How many people know the kingdom of heaven is meant to be fun? <laughs> Romans 14, the kingdom of heaven, it's not eat or drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Somebody say joy. Joy. This message is called partnering with God's pleasure. And I may share some of it at some point, so I'm not going to go into it too much, but really learning how to actually enjoy the process of partnering with him and seeing breakthrough come and moving out of the place where it's like, oh, the bigger the problem, the bigger my crankshaft must be. Like, oh no, this is cancer. Okay, we got to really crank this one up. Give me about 20 minutes. Oh, okay, oh, I'm almost there. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, moving out of that and moving into the grace. <laughs> Somebody say grace. grace. The grace and ease and nature of God where healing isn't even something that he does. Healing is something he is. Amen. So this is partnering with the pleasure of God. Who would like, who who would really, really like this one? That lady back there running up here to the front. Yay. You're awesome. I like you. All right. That's, uh, that's probably enough for tonight. Uh, talk about the rest later. I do want to point these out, though. These are download cards. Several of the things that we have back there are um, on download cards. The most important thing to know about these is they work. <laughs> Some people look at that like, ah, oh, there's nothing in there. I don't, they work. You just, you buy the card, there's, you go to the website, put in the code, and it downloads right to your computer. In uh, two years, I've only ever heard of one of these cards not working. If that happens, just email them on the back, and they'll shoot you a new code. Problem solved. All right. You guys ready for more? Yeah. Ah, thank you, Jesus. It feels good in here. <laughs> we, we must have spent the last hour worshiping Jesus or something. <laughs> wow. You know that in Psalms 22, it says that, that he inhabits the praise of his people Israel. How many people have been grafted in to his people? That, that we have been grafted in to his chosen people, not by our own works, amen, but by his grace, because he's a good God and a good mood, and he has a plan to touch the whole planet, and that we've been grafted in, but it says that he inhabits our praise. And the actual, the actual word there is that he establishes his throne, or he actually builds up his throne in our praise. <laughs> You're excited. <laughs> that means that, that our praise actually creates a place for his very presence and nature to come. How many people know that his word never returns void? <sighs> hey, thank you, Jesus. And that he always comes to back up his word. 
Wow, that means that when we worship Jesus out of, out of true hearts, hungry hearts, when we give him praise and we worship him, it means by his own decree he has to come. This means yes. <laughs> that means that was a good word. <laughs> I like the interactive gospel. So you could just, you could just jump in and help me out as we, as we go along. <clears throat> By his own decree, when we give him praise out of genuine love for him in our hearts, he has to come. That means, back up, did anybody give him praise out of a genuine place of your heart tonight? That means that he's here. Ha ha. That means, that means that his presence is here. That means that his goodness is here. That means his, his grace is here. And the more praise that we give him, the greater place we create for his throne to rest in our midst. It, it, we don't make his throne bigger, but we create more place for it to come and rest in our midst. Ah. Oh. You know what? God is really good at his job. Amen. <laughs> the other biggest thing I've learned in 17 years of going after God and the miraculous is that he is really good at being God. <laughs> that is the most complicated point I have. <laughs> it just gets easier from there. It's, it's true, how many people have noticed that? He's actually good at being God. <laughs> now here's the part that really changed things for me. He's so good at being God, he needs less help than we think he needs. <laughs> that was me trying to be serious. <laughs> wow. Whoa. The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy. I'll try this side of the room. The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> the joy of the Lord is our strength. In his presence is fullness of joy. Wow, that means we have permission to enjoy ourselves. We have permission to have, to have fun with God. The kingdom is serious business, but we have permission to enjoy it. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you, but it makes my job easier. His presence, his presence is here because we have given him praise. Oh, and I love his presence. He's really good at being God. The more that we've learned that, the more he comes and the more he does what we can't do. I'm a fan of seeing God come and do what we can't do in and of ourselves. You know, grace, we have a, a user-friendly definition of grace, and it's, it's this. Grace is God's operational power at work on our behalf. Somebody say, come on, Jesus, to that. On, Jesus. How many people want to see God come and do what you can't do? Oh, yeah. yeah. 
That is, that, that is grace, and that's what God is pouring out on the nations. And we, we get to be a part of that. We get to jump into that. We get to say yes to what God is doing. How many people know that the Bible says that, that, that God desires to cover the whole earth with the knowledge of his glory? What does that mean? That means revival wasn't our idea. <laughs> it, li- it literally means that we didn't think it up. Revival was not my idea. It was not your idea. It wasn't, it wasn't your idea to see Christiansburg or Blacksburg or wherever you, you, town you've come from. It wasn't your idea to see that town transformed. Okay. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, was, it wasn't your idea to see the kingdom of heaven come to earth and begin to make the earth look more like the kingdom. We didn't think it up. It also wasn't our idea that we should be temples of his Holy Spirit. <laughs> well, it got quiet. <laughs> that, that wasn't our idea. That was his idea. Wow. It's, that's a really humbling idea. But we have permission to step into these things. Why? Because we didn't think them up. He did. And here's the really good news, that since it was his idea, we don't have to twist his arm to come and get him to do what was his idea to do in the first place. Somebody say, come on, Jesus. (laughs) Woo. Have I mentioned I love his presence? (laughs) I love his presence because his presence is him. Ha, ha, ha. Wow. I love his presence because his presence is him. Every time his presence comes, it's actually him coming in the room. It's actually him. How many people know that, that he is, it's the same God who is the God of power who is also the Prince of Peace? it's it's one God. It's not two separate gods. It's one God displaying his personality, his his nature, his multifaceted uh, bounty and grace in in multiple ways. But it's the same God. Do you know what that means? That means that every time that you experience his peace, like when that, that, that worship hits that place and it's just, everything starts to just flow together and like, oh, there's that peace coming in the room. We felt it tonight. The, the cares of the week, the worries, all that stuff just starts to, to float away, melt away. You're like, oh, and your heart just begins to open up. And just adoration. Oh, God, yeah, there you are. Oh, I'm just so glad to be here in your presence again. That peace that we feel, when we touch that place, we're still, we are touching the God of power. Yeah. It's one God. Some of us have been waiting for, for a power encounter thinking that it had to look like lightning bolts. <laughs> that must have been you. <laughs> the, 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 you know, it looked like I was going to shake under the power of God. And look, those things happen. 
And if he does those things, we'll take him. But the revelation is it's the same God who's the Prince of Peace, who is the God of power. And every time we touch his peace, we are touching his power. And the reality is when we start to recognize this, the reality is that, that he often hides his power in his peace. Ha, 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 ha. Thank you, Jesus. Some of the most radical things we've ever seen were just accompanied by a sense of peace. You know, when I first started moving into miracles, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know, I don't know what I expected, but I realized when I did start to see some things happen, I'm like, I expected something to accompany it, you know, like, like the movies or the comic books, you know, that there would be a pow, a flash of light, you know, an emerald rainbow, there'd be something, something that would signify, ha, ah, something majestic and wonderful just happened. But sometimes all there is is peace, and the person gets out of the wheelchair anyway. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> in that case, as in so many cases, I found that I was the one that had to adjust, not God. <laughs> we... We were in Australia. My wife obviously is from Australia, and I noticed she, she made that rugby joke, and the microphone didn't like it. <laughs> the microphone was like, I'm not saying that. This is hokey country. <laughs> anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> She's from Australia. We go to Australia every year, and have lots of great connections, have seen God do a lot of great stuff. This, just this past January, we were there, and, uh, you know, we, uh, we did ministry in about five different churches, I believe. But in this one particular church, we were, we were, we were just we were doing this, like, a healing weekend, but we were just talking about him, because he's good at his job. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any tricks for you. <laughs> it's just him. But we're talking about him, and we're talking about his presence, and we're talking about how he inhabits the praise of his people, and how that, that healing isn't something he has to do. Healing is something that he is. And, and there was this lady that was, you know, three-quarters away back of the room, and, and uh, she was born, she's 60 years old, and she was born with one foot that was a size and a half smaller than the other one. That's pretty dramatic, especially if it's your feet. <laughs> For 60 years, she had, had to buy two separate pairs of shoes just to get one pair out of them or have shoes specially made. She's 60 years old, just this it just was become her lifestyle. She just had to do this. And we're talking about the presence. And then we're having, we're having people start to pray together in small groups. And we'd also mention about just, just not being afraid to be specific in the Lord and just let him know, you know, what it is that you want, what, what you're going after. And, and so <clears throat> before they actually pray, they were just like, starting to turn towards each other. Okay, we're going to pray together in a group. She felt the Lord say, do you want your feet to be bigger or smaller? 
<laughs> so being a woman, she said, smaller. And, and her, her, you know, the lady in, in the group, she reached out to go and pray for her. Now somebody say grace. She reached out to go to pray for her, and her foot shrunk a size and a half. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not sure who is more shocked, the ladies whose foot shrunk or the lady who stretched her hand out to, to pray. <laughs> She didn't even get the prayer out. <clears throat> you, know, you know that you are the recipient. You're receiving the outpouring of his grace when you didn't even get the prayer out. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. There's, uh, there's, there, God has so many wonderful facets to his nature, and there's, there's always, there, there are always so many directions you could go. You could, you could preach you know, balance this side and that side of, of just about every message. And, and so there's the reality of, you know, sticking with it and, and being steadfast and, 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 you know, walking with people. And there, that is a, a genuine, true kingdom principle. And we never want to put that aside. But at the same time, he's awakening, he's awakening us to the reality of his grace and just how much he's pouring out at this time right now, wow, in Jesus' name, <laughs> it's okay if we read from the Bible, is that all right, okay, just, just making sure, <laughs> why don't you open your Bible to, uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, let's start, let's actually start in, in uh, Matthew 18. If you love the Word of God, say, come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. Matthew 18, verse 18, says this, Surely I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Wow, that's a beautiful statement right there. I think we have more than three people in the room. <laughs> and we've just given him praise from genuine places in our heart. So because the word never returns void, and because he always comes to back up his word, he's here because we've given him praise. And he's also here because we've gathered together in his name. Is that true? And the, the word here says that wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, there I will be in the midst of them. But what I found, what I found amazing is that he must not mean that where two or three people have an intellectual understanding of Jesus. That, you know, I've, I've read about, you know, I went to, you know, I heard about him in Sunday school, you know, 
I, what are, I've even studied. It can't just mean that I have an intellectual understanding of Jesus. Because if that was the case, any time two unsuspecting Christians got on the same elevator, <laughs> kaboom, God would show up in the elevator. Hey, here I am. You know, The door would open on floor three. People would be crawling out of the elevator. What do I have to do to get saved? <laughs> but, but if he's... But if he's, if, he's not, if he's not talking about two people who just have an intellectual understanding of Jesus, but people who have had an encounter with the truth so that the truth becomes a living reality, there's a, there's a hope bubbling up inside of me. There's life bubbling up inside of me. In John 8, 32, it says, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. But you know that word truth there can more accurately be translated reality? You will know the reality, and the reality will set you free or make you free. <laughs> that where two people have had an encounter with the truth of Jesus. ha, <laughs> Not where, not where two people have read the same passage. Let me, okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever read a passage of Scripture and it jumped out at you? Yeah. What happened there? God breathed on it. It's called the rhema word, the, li, the living word of God. God breathed on it, and it wasn't any longer just information. God breathed life on it. And sometimes you could read a scripture that you've read a hundred times before or a thousand times before, but yet you read it and this time he breathes on it. It's like, Phew. you ever experienced that? He breathes on it. You're like, wow, this just became life inside of me. It's like, where did that come from? Was that, it, was that even in there before? And all of a sudden he breathes on it. And what... And so, have you ever had this experience? Like, you've read something before, you're like, ah, you know, I could quote it, but I don't really understand it. And then he breathes on it. You're like, oh, I get it now. What happened? The, the life of God's word came alive inside of you. Where two or three are gathered, not just with an intellectual understanding of who he is, where two or three are gathered with an, with an internal living reality who he is. <laughs> in that place, that, that reality, that agreement between us actually creates a place for that nature of God to dwell. How many people believe he's good? How many people believe he's good, not just up here, but you believe he's good in here? <laughs> wow. You just invited that nature of God to come and, and rest in our midst. Wow. <laughs> How many people believe that God wants to release revival in Christiansburg? <laughs> How many people believe that God is doing good things on planet Earth right now, today? <laughs> How many people believe that God likes to heal people? It's one of his favorite ways to show off his goodness, to display his love. That, that agreement that we have, when we both have that bubbling inside, where two or three come together, not just an intellectual understanding, but a revelation of who I am and all that I say that I am, 
is in that place, my presence comes and rests amongst them. <laughs> I believe he's good. You believe he's good. <laughs> I can tell because I can feel it coming off of you. <laughs> and she's having an encounter because it's happening between us. <laughs> oh, wow. We've seen God do some really phenomenal things. The best news is it's not because of us. It's because of him. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, as, as Brandon mentioned, I oversaw the healing rooms at our, at our church and really the, the development of the healing rooms and, uh, and saw, you know, kind of when we stepped in, it was, it, was, it, it was non-existent pretty much. We'll put it that way. I, uh, it, had, it had existed for a year, but it was on life support. <laughs> we had a healing rooms that was on life support. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, I was, I was a part of that team. I, I was one of the prayer team leaders, but, you know, the person who had started it was, was also part of our senior uh, pastoral team and was just, you know, busy and, and his plate was growing. So he's like, I don't have the attention to give it. Why don't you see what you can do with it? And at that time that I took over, there was two Saturdays, oh, we're open on Saturdays, there was two Saturdays where no one showed up to pray for the sick. <laughs> no one showed up to pray for the sick. That's what you call a bad day at the office right there. <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, that's where we started, <laughs> And we've grown to this place where we see cancer healed just about every single week. Somebody, somebody say, come on, Jesus. Just say, come on, Jesus, again. <laughs> that we see just about every week that we see cancer healed and even doctors confirm cases. We get doctor's reports back all the time. Cancer healed, cancer gone. We can't even find can we can't even we can't even find that they ever had cancer in their body. Like those are normal reports for us, not because of us, but because of him. Amen. That it's normal to see deaf ears open up. Somebody say, Come on, Jesus. <laughs> it's normal to see tumors disappear. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> oh, you know that God is good, amen. <laughs> and that when, when his goodness comes, you can't help but have good things happen. And the, the point of all this is that we're not in control. He is. And he's really good at his job. So I could go on and on for the next four days just telling you, these are the miracles we see. You know, you know, uh, you know diabetes flee and people get out of wheelchairs and we see blind eyes open. Like We literally, we, we, uh, several years ago, we got an eye chart in the healing rooms because so many people's visions was being restored. <laughs> I could go on and on, but I love these stories. In the midst of all that, we've seen God heal, restore marriages. Why? Because when his goodness comes. <laughs> when his goodness comes, you can't help but have good things happen. And so this, this story, we had a, we had a, a, 
this husband and wife, they were, actually they were divorced, but they had a daughter who was graduating from the school of ministry, so they both flew into town from different places for their daughter's graduation. They both showed up in the healing rooms on Saturday morning to get prayer, not knowing that the other one was going to be there. They're both in the room at the same time, different parts of the room. The goodness of God falls on both of them. They both get healed, but it's the kindness of God that leads us to repentance. They start crying, but God doesn't stop at the body. Like God, God heals the body to get to the heart. And they start crying, and they start repenting of stuff, and God just starts healing them up. And they turn around to each other, start repenting to each other, start crying, hugging, and kissing right there in the healing room. And their, their marriage ends up getting restored. Come on, Jesus. We've, we've, had, we've, had, we've had dozens and dozens of those cases. Why? Because he's good. And he's really good at his job. Ooh, Ooh I, just, I just felt an increase of the presence right there. Oh, wow. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Wow. Wow, hey, more. Wow. Wow. We love you, Jesus. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, just tell him that you love him. We love. Oh, yeah. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Father. Ha. Ah, more of you, God. Yeah, just thanks, God, for, yeah, awakening our hearts, God, aligning our hearts. Ha <laughs> ha, come, Holy Ghost, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. <clears throat> wow, ha ha ha, wow. <laughs> We've covered this already, <clears throat> but... How many people know God's good? Show of hands. God is good. How many people know that his presence is him? His presence is, his presence is him. It's, it's not a side attribute. It's not a side attraction. It's not something that, that's just reserved for that sweet spot in worship. His presence is literally him, the God of all creation, the one, that, the one who saved us, thank you, Jesus, <laughs> the one that we've been praying to since that time, the one we've been reading about, it's that God that's coming in the room that you and I are in right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. I just feel like starting that whole point over from the beginning. <laughs> it's, it's the God who created the heavens and the earth. Oh, wow. Here's some really good news for us. God gets excited about those who get excited about him. 
<laughs> God, God responds to our responding to him. Wow. Some of the most radical miracles we've ever seen, it was just peace. Wow. What? <laughs> Some people are like, I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> God's a good father. <laughs> what happens? What happens when our good father starts to come in the room? Our good father starts to come in the room. We have two choices. We can, we can go like, oh, yeah, that's nice, that's nice. What's the next point? As if there was another point. How many people came for Jesus? <laughs> he's, a, he's a good father. <sighs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, I I have I have a two and a half year old daughter. We also have an uh, uh, um. <laughs> I can't even, <laughs> can't even think. I have a fifteen month old son, and and I, and I know how how. I know how I like them to respond when I come in the room. When I come home, I'm not saying they have to do it. I'm just saying I know what it does to my heart. What if my daughter just had an intellectual understanding of me? <laughs> when I came in, when I came in, when I came in the room, when I came home for the day and I walked in and she just has an intellectual understanding, she's like, oh, yep, there's the father. <laughs> Let's give him a moment in case he has something to say. <laughs> Matthew also tells us that we need to be converted to become like children in order to inherit the kingdom. That we need to be converted to become like children to inherit the kingdom. Does anybody want to inherit more of the kingdom of heaven? That we need to be converted to become like children. To me, that speaks that there is a proactive, conscious approach on my behalf to becoming more and more childlike, yeah. more and more open, more and more outside of my box. You know, children don't get in the pool like, oh, a little bit at a time. No, children are the ones who cannonball in. Children are the ones who, when daddy comes, oh, daddy, come running and throw their arms around him. They just hear the car pull in the driveway. Okay, I like this side of the room. <laughs> they just hear the car coming in the driveway. We could put it in adult biblical terms like it was a cloud the size of a man's fist. No, they, can, they hear daddy coming. 
Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. What happens to God's heart when the God of all creation starts to come in the room? Daddy, this is why I'm here. Ah, the one who created everything. Oh, you're in, I'm in the same room as God. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Wow. He responds to our responding to him. In Acts, in Acts chapter 2, I'll just read it for time. Acts chapter 2, verse 1, we all know it well. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, They were all with one accord in one place, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared, I can't read, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Back to the beginning. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. That, that word one accord, I just want to I I hover there for a minute. That, that word one accord, it, it's, it's the, it's, it means to be in one place, but it doesn't just mean to be in one place. It means it, it, it comes from the root where we get homogeneous. It means to, be a, a, it means to come from the same fabric from the same source. It means to be in agreement. It means to be in harmony. That they were together in one accord in the Lord. That where two or three are gathered together, not just with an intellectual understanding of Jesus, but when something wakes up inside, ha ha, he's good and he's here. When they come together in one accord as a group, oh, he's good and he's here. And the sound of a mighty rushing wind came in the room. He's the same God who's the Prince of Peace who's also the God of power. We've seen, we've seen entire wards of hospitals cleared out. <laughs> and and I just thinking of this one, we saw we saw a twelve year old girl who who had a broken finger and it didn't hear heal right and it was crooked and just in the presence of God say the presence, the presence. in the presence of God God just straightened her finger. Do you know? Do you know? To me and I believe also to God, one is not any more amazing than the other. Why? Because it means that my God came. Your God came. <laughs> I just want people to have loving encounters with Jesus. Oh, yeah, Ooh, there's that peace that I was talking about. <laughs> 